Welcome to Dancing Through Life with Irini, the podcast dedicated to getting you onto the dance floor of life. As we pivot and swirl on the dance floor, we create awareness and shift our mindset. Join me in a playful spirit as we overcome our limitations, inspire each other, and achieve our potential. Let's dance together. Hello and welcome. I'm Irini and I'm so excited that you've joined me for the very first episode of my podcast. This podcast is an extension of my work as a transformational coach guiding people to achieve their dreams. My purpose is to inspire and give hope. The name of my coaching practice is Me Too More. That comes from the Greek word metamorphosis or change. Me Too Morph is shorthand for I Too Can Change. I named this podcast Dancing Through Life with Irini because I believe that we can all tap into the metaphorical spirit of dance to overcome our anxieties and achieve our potential. Today, we begin a series of four podcasts based in part on the work of my mentor, Dr. Lance Secretin. Lance is acknowledged as one of the most insightful teachers of leadership of our time. We'll be exploring Lance's leadership concepts known as the Castle Principles. Leadership training is relevant to everyone because you can't be a leader until you are right with yourself. Castle is an acronym. It stands for courage, authenticity, service, truthfulness, love, and effectiveness. The castle principles are a set of values that can make a difference in all our lives, personally and professionally. Over the next four podcast episodes, I'll be combining Lance's principles with my own insights, and we'll be bringing in guest dancers of life to bounce our ideas off of. Okay, let's get started. Today, we will focus on the first two principles, courage and authenticity. Courage is reaching beyond the boundaries of our existing limitations, fears, and beliefs. It's really about stretching ourselves. Do we dare to choose to stretch ourselves so we can propel forward regardless of fear, or do we choose to stay safe? It took a lot of courage for me to do this podcast. This is not my comfort zone. And more importantly, it took courage for me to ask for help in doing it. The second principle is authenticity. Authenticity is being genuine, transparent, and aligned with our inner voice in all aspects of life. It's about being real. When we give ourselves permission to be authentic, the doors open wide to many possibilities. Being authentic speaks from the heart and allows our souls to be free. And yes, it lets us dance on the dance floor of life. And I'm so happy to have as our guest dancer today, Paul Rue. Paul is a financial coach and he joins us from Cape Town, South Africa. Hi, Paul. Ready to jump in? Yeah, I'm ready. This is exciting. Yeah, this is exciting. Okay. So, Paul, are there any limitations that you feel are holding you back, whether they are imposed on you by 
like someone or something else or imposed on yourself? Gosh, yes. Um, well, certainly, I, 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 I would say that there, there are. Primarily, there's been a lot of limitations uh, brought on by myself and my own mindset and um, dealing with social anxiety and uh, various struggles growing up as a kid and, and so on. There has, uh, on a physical matter, I would say, with my body, there's definitely been limitations around being diagnosed with a autoimmune disease at the end of 2017, which has really changed my world upside down. Mm. And this has certainly provided challenges along the way. Yes. Mm. Wow. Um, would you like to share what that is? Yeah. Uh, happy to share. Um, you know, I, I believe uh, sharing and uh, making people aware is very important. I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, which is an inflammatory bowel disease. And although it's a, actually it's a disease of the immune system. I have a overactive immune system. Mm -hmm. I like to think uh, that my immune system has ADHD, but Unfortunately, it causes inflammation and that leads to complications and uh, uncomfortable symptoms, um, as well as brain fog and extreme fatigue and so on. So it can be quite debilitating. And when you're in a flare, and when I say flare, I mean, when you're in, uh, your body is very much inflamed, it, it's your, you can be just bedridden for for days it can be quite frustrating sometimes I'm, I'm moving on to my fifth sort of uh type of medicine and just when you think things are working it don't and and you got to deal with that and and so on yeah uh i think the more so what doesn't get discussed so much is the mental and the emotional trauma that can result from it you know, you can be forced to isolate yourself from from everybody else. You can't steer too away from your home. You know, home is where you trust the toilet seat. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you can't go out too far. And uh, this can put a lot of strain on you. And uh, when, you, when you, you can't even control your own body and what it's doing, um, it can lead to a lot of depression and, and, and uh, sadness. And that's perfectly normal i think uh, i don't think people should beat themselves up for that 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 that's completely normal anyone in that position would feel the same um yeah but we must uh, learn to um accept it and move forward and uh become warriors in yeah, this exactly beautiful yeah beautiful well thank you so much for being so vulnerable <clears throat> paul I, I really appreciate you and um, it makes me want to open up also. I, I too was um, was kind of um, held back by my limitation. Yeah, I was being um, undiagnosed and having a learning learning challenges because of a head injury as a baby. You know, I didn't understand how my mind was grasping information. And as a result, I created um, my reality with all these negative thoughts. And, and that really um, 
caused a lot of stress on my body where it literally collapsed. And I ended up getting chronic fatigue syndrome. And uh, mm. that was in the 90s, which today it's called fibromyalgia. And so my body and my mind was completely out of control. You know, I also had the same symptoms as you did. I had a lot of inflammation. I had brain fog. Um, I had extreme fatigue and I was emotionally and mentally traumatized by this, you know, um, and I went in, I dove into a deep depression as well. So, you know, and I felt I was going crazy, you know, I felt between my mind not being, um, not working properly like everyone else's, I felt useless and I felt stupid. And then all these beliefs started shaping my life until I realized that, you know, if I can make myself a victim of my thoughts, then wow, I had this light bulb, um, a realization that, I can certainly create a different story that would make me victorious from this. You know, I kind of like woken up, what am I doing to myself? And, and then that's when I became uh, authentic, when I got in touch with my inner goddess. And then I found the courage to change the things that I was capable of like changing. You know, I started to focus on what I had and not what I didn't have. And that gave me so much strength. And that was really transformational uh, moment in my life for me. But um, yeah, that was my uh, story. So thank you for um, sharing that. So how do you feel about this limitation? Yeah, the <laughs> I guess how I feel depends on what days, yeah. you know, the days where I feel quite frustrated about things and uh, there are days where I'm feeling more optimistic about about things you know um, I think you know as human beings we can go through a spectrum of emotions throughout you know entire week and um, but uh, what's what's grounded me I think through all this is um, my my faith and wow. um, and like you were saying you know to 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 apply the uh, spiritual principles like gratitude is very important um, because there is so much that I am, I still can be grateful for and still am grateful for yes. and uh, getting the right perspective around things and um, seeing what can I do to move forward here. You know, I, I'm not responsible for, for what's happened in my life. There's nothing that I can do. Um, someone once said to me that uh, acceptance doesn't require my approval. And I, I, I really uh, uh, agree with that because, you know, although I don't accept, uh, approve of, of what, what this is doing and what this illness is doing to me, and I don't like it some days and, and I can get quite angry yeah. um, at it, um, I, I need to accept it. And accepting it is important for me to move forward because there's nothing I can do about it. What am I going to do about it going forward? That's, that's the question. And uh, who am I going to be in the process and who do I want to become in the process? And uh, I love what you were talking about in, in embracing your inner goddess. I mean, that's beautiful. That that's, you know, that inner strength, that inner divine strength that you can 
hold on to um, and be transformed by it is is so important. Um, you know, we all have our own spiritual journeys. Um, mine is has been incredible, um, and it's um, taken my breath away. Mm. And what God has done in my life, and uh, He's pulled me through some really challenging seasons. You know, and uh, there's there's no reason why I can't expect that same thing to happen again. And it may not happen the way I want it to happen, and it may not happen how I ex- how it happened in the past. But as long as I keep moving forward, as long as I have hope and know that it's going to be okay. And, uh, and this will help other people too. I really feel that. I mean, to you, um, I get so much strength from seeing other people rise above their um, challenges and limitations and that rise above adversity, rise above racism, rise above uh, trauma as a child, rise above all the pain and suffering that one can experience and and one and many people have experienced as a child and even in their adulthood um, to see people rise above that is such an inspiration and it gives me hope and allows me to to move forward and and I hope and pray that I can be an inspiration to others in that in doing that and that's how we can carry a message we can carry a message of hope yes by moving exactly forward. that's mm. definitely Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I would get um, you would get in touch with your inner hero, my dear. <laughs> yeah, I like and, that. Yes. Yeah, the women get in touch with their inner goddess, and the men get in touch with their inner hero. I love that. So we've introduced the metaphor of getting on the dance floor of life. You know, does does that metaphor speak to you in any way? Well, I like that. It it it, uh, it gives me um, it it comes from a place of uh, certainly play and fun and optimism. Um, I like it because um, I to see to see someone dancing and to to dance is is a fun activity um, and being able to bring that same spirit yes. around that activity into yes. this, I think it's great. It's, it's, uh, it's very inspiring. Well, um, let's, let's talk yes. about dancing itself, just in self in sure. general. Do you think some people are afraid of dancing? Yeah, I yeah. would say I, I, for one, I'm afraid of dancing because I don't know how to dance. Right. And I think, right. and I'm always worried about what other people will yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. We're afraid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here he comes. Oh, goodness. Oh, we're going to look awkward or to have people staring at us. Yeah. I love to dance, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what role do you think courage can play in getting out on that dance floor mm-hmm. with you? If you are a limitation. Well, it'll allow me to um, think beyond my own, um, I guess, self-interest or self, um, um, because, you know, part of me wants to preserve um, where I'm at and I don't want to ruffle any feathers and I don't want to move out of my comfort zone. So courage allows me to move out of my comfort zone and mm. into a new sphere 
Um, so it should, you know, I would expect it to propel me into a, to a place of growth. I love that. I really, really love that. So what courageous act can you think of that um, you can perform? Yeah, I would say around the, well, to, to think um, and not be uh, motivated by my current um, state of mind and how I'm feeling. Just because I'm feeling a certain way doesn't mean I need to act on those feelings. Oh, correct, yes. Um, so, you know, for example, I might feel quite um, depressed or sad. Um, I'm in bed, uh, the, you know, today's not a great day, mm. for example, uh, and <clears throat> I'm just not able to get out of bed. But that doesn't mean I can't um, try and do something that will bring my spirit up. Um, so I don't have to, to treat my feelings as, as necessary facts, because sometimes my feelings aren't facts. They're just feelings. Right. They're, yep. they're, they're signs. Sometimes they, you just allow them to pass by. You don't have to try and fix them or change them. Just right. let them be and just and focus on what, what can I do to, um, and I guess staying, being courageous in that, in that space is important. I love that. As before, when we spoke, you know, it's it's about being in that flow of life. You know, it's just dancing through life. Well, whatever music or tone comes to us, we just dance with it. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and and I, I sort of what when you say that, I'm sort of picturing someone sort of closing their eyes, listening to the music that they love, just being swayed by it, being moved by it, being uh, letting it flow through them. Um, it almost, it becomes energizing. And I think we'll have, and we'll have our own music that will do, do, do that for us. And sometimes it, it um, maybe it's not music that we're listening to, but poetry that we're reading or, or, something that we're, we're doing, we're good with our hands, um, and that it creates that flow. It, it, we're mm -hmm. allowed to just, time is, it just sort of passes by so quickly, we're able to embrace it. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's talk about authenticity. What role does authenticity play in getting out on the dance floor of life for you, Paul? Yeah. I think it speaks to who I, who I really am and um, authenticity. It's also about who I want to become and who I want to be remembered for. Mm. Um, I like to think of myself as a fun and, you know, warm, love-giving person that is um, filled with the spirit of life, you know. And um, so, so being able to dance in that moment um, whatever that may look and feel like for people mm -hmm. is um, is pure. I think being authentic is being true to who you are. That's right. Being true to right. what your purpose here on earth is. I mean, I firmly believe that every single one of us was created by a creator for some reason. And we have creative, we have a creative spirit within us. Yeah. Um, and we can create, and sometimes we create with our minds, sometimes we create with our hands, sometimes we create with our voice, 
we can create with our feet, whatever it is, we can create moments, we can create uh, memories. Uh, so we are creative and being authentic to that of being who we are is very important because then allow it does. I think the authenticity will, will make us, will allow us to enjoy being on the dance floor and want to never leave the dance floor because sure. we're in that flow, that moment of um, complete bliss. Right. We're, we're aligned of who we really are. Yes. And, and I like that. Aligned. Yeah. And that's so freeing, you know? I'm, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm curious. So how do you exhibit courage or authenticity in your work as a financial planner? Yeah. So I, what, what, what came out for me working in the financial services industry was I slowly started to, to understand and realize that like me, I needed to learn a lot about the finance, especially around personal finance. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, when I would ask people about how, how they're doing things, it certainly was a subject that they didn't feel firstly very comfortable talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it brought a lot of shame and, and guilt. And, mm-hmm. and I can also understand that. You know, I think that the generation that brought us up and the uh, generations before money was never discussed in, in, in households and, and me, you know, sometimes it was, but I think for the majority, it was kept quite, quite silent as a silent yeah. topic. Yeah, I, um, remember, I remember when I was younger, I, I asked uh, my parents, um, how much do you make? And they looked at me like, you're not supposed to ask that question. <laughs> right. Gosh, yeah, no, no, don't ask those questions. How dare you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so it, it sort of, it didn't seem very authentic. Uh, there was no, uh, you know, for me, authenticity is about honesty and transparency and yeah. about, um, you know, you don't necessarily need to be completely honest and transparent with everyone about their money. It's actually none of their business. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to be honest and transparent with yourself and your the family members, certainly your spouse and and at, a, and at a time, your kids, there needs to be that because it, the more authentic you are around handling money, the, the better equipped you'll be going mm-hmm. forward. Um, I think we're all stewards of, yeah. of money and we all are going to show our kids and um, the people around us how we handle it so that they, they will learn from that and they will, uh, they will replicate what they've learned in the past, I would say. So I see that there was a quite a big of an issue and there was a big gap uh-huh. and I wanted to close that gap. And I wanted the people to become more authentic when they were dealing with money and be more courageous in having the, um, asking the questions and having those difficult conversations around money, um, especially their own money. You know, where am I? What am I doing? How much money am I saving? Is it enough? Right. Where, you know, what, what else can I do? What about debt? What are my views on debt? How do I get out of debt? What is it going to do to me? These sort of things. And I think 
where the more we courageous we are in in handling these questions and realizing, okay, I may not have not have all the answers, but I'd like to speak to someone who does, who's not going to be judgmental, who's just going to help me through it yeah. and get me realigned and get me on purpose with with my money because I feel that money can is a very spiritual thing and it affects us uh, not just our wallets and uh, and our lifestyle but it affects our emotional states and our mental states and mm-hmm. and our relationships you know it's it goes far deeper and, and people who have money problems and I say that in inverted commas that is just a symptom of something else you know at bay um, and often so it can work both ways you know if we if we're handling our money badly we may have really bad anxiety but if we have really bad anxiety we may be handling our money badly as well so it 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 works it flows both ways and so so we need to understand the flow and the relationship with money and be real with it and understand that it's it's okay to talk about it and it's okay to open up about it and more importantly it's to become more authentic with who you are so you can feel more in control and my what I do and I work with um, I work with working professionals to take control of their money so right. they can go and live out the life they want that they can go live the life that they were meant to live and um, it's important once you know money is a, often a, can hold us back for the big decisions in our lives and if we're not able to get in control of that we can stop I guess it can stop us from living the life maybe we were meant to be living. So on the flip side, if we're able to get in control of our finances as we, we become authentic, our authentic selves, uh, we become authentic money managers and we're able to carry that authenticity through to our, to our kids and our grandkids, we're going to be able to live the life that's far more abundant and experience a lot more freedom than we could ever have imagined. Beautifully said. Wow, this was Paul. This was so rich and so so informative. Um, I love it when people can just open up and speak from the heart because it's just so beautiful. So I thank you so much for this. So wrapping this up, uh, I'm curious, what can you learn by getting on the dance floor of life? Oh, I can learn. I can learn to be more, uh, I'm going to say, yeah, to be less hard on myself. Because mm-hmm. when I'm on the dance floor of life and I'm able to be in that flow moment and experience the flow, like you were saying, yes, I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be very less concerned about what other people think. Sure. And I'm going to be, and I'm going to embrace more of what, uh, life is all about. I'm able to experience the freedom that that um, that life can bring. So it'll allow me to take a lot of weight off my shoulders yeah. and allow me to just be be more free with myself. Because I, by by nature, by by habit, you know, bad habits that I picked up over the years, I can be. I want to be in control and I want to control the, my environment and I want to control my body and I want to control this and I want to control that. And, and life is not about that. It's life on life's terms, not on my terms. And so if I'm stepping onto the dance floor, I'm able to just embrace, become authentic, mm. accept things for what they are 
and really not worried so much about what other people think because and more importantly worry be more aligned with what god is is wanting to for my life and uh where i want to be and get out of people's heads and get into my own mm, i love that yeah i yeah experience the freedom as you said to be free yes. to be free and light and not burden i get that so what is your play plan for the week incorporating courage and authenticity into your life yeah so that it definitely would be a mindset it's a mindset to just just a reminder of the mindset shift of where i'm at if i'm feeling um low or sad or whatever having some negative perceived emotions mm -hmm. that i'm able to um shift it into a spirit of gratitude move into a position of courage where i'm able to look at things differently and also and i'm thinking you know it's supposed to be with my own state because with my own health at the moment which isn't great but i'm working through it and and i'm able to so looking looking forward to the 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 journey and not trying to control things so much but embrace the journey um because i think the the life is the journey yes exactly um, yeah so so and then, i think and then it's seeing life in a different light seeing it in a different light i agree with that yeah. yes yep yeah yeah great. oh great this was awesome <laughs> this is awesome okay so <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to checking back with you in our talk next week to see how you're doing thank you so much paul this was this was so insightful and informative and it was so authentic but it was also fun wasn't it oh it was so much fun yes i really enjoyed it fun. i really enjoyed it okay <laughs> thank you so much i really appreciate paul's authenticity in joining us today even though he wasn't feeling well if you are interested in how aligned your life is with the castle principles you can find dr secretan's castle assessment form on my podcast page and dance along with us. I'll leave you with two questions to ponder over the next week. What courageous act do you need to take onto the dance floor of life? And where in your life do you need to be authentic? We'll be back next week with Paul and another special guest to dance with the next two castle principles, service and truthfulness. Next week, I'll speak a little bit more about how I've integrated these principles into my life. As we go along, you'll see how all of these principles can weave into each other. We love feedback. Let us know what you thought about today's podcast. You can contact me through my website, metoomorph.com. That's M-E, the number two, M-O-R-P-H.com. Please share the podcast and consider giving us a five-star rating on Apple. Thank you, loving souls, for connecting with us today. Until next time, stay in the flow on the dance floor of life. As we say in Greek, Opa! Opa!